welcome. This is TV Donut, your donut crew, bringing you all the best in pilots and finales. I'm Piers Ray. Joining me, as always, the lovely Saskia Werner. Hello, hello. And, of course, Hannah Davies. Hi, guys. Uh, today... Although all the, best, oh. all the best is not always the correct thing to say, but today it might be true. This feels really weird sitting at a different angle. This has never happened to me before. For listeners, we've reconfigured, moved our tight little triangle seats. around, and it's... It's kind of freaking me out. We'll <laughs> see how it goes. I'm still in the seat I'm usually in. That's true. Yeah, you're unaffected. I am, though I was sitting in that chair last week. And it didn't feel weird to look at us this It way? was very different, yeah. for sure. This feels weird. Let's get over it. All right, guys. Okay. This is the podcast, obviously, where we pick a television show at random, even no matter how much people try to tell us not to do that. Or no, it's great. Suggest that... that we should pick shows that we want to pick. No, you got to see everything out there. You got to yeah. see the whole spectrum. And we have done that for oh. sure. There is so many things that legitimately I would have never seen, probably never in my whole life. Some real clunkers. Yeah, and some, some real, real winners, clunkers. I oh, think, maybe, totally. that she wouldn't have seen. Like, there's no way I would have talked you into watching Greek. No, probably I, never, ever. I don't know. I <laughs> yeah, don't know I was looking I at posters for that this week. I'm like, how? Like, you would never convince me to watch. It looks so horrible. Yeah. But it's the but opposite. It's well written. Yeah, it's That's really what great. It is, it's it well is really great. Anyway, so this week, we, speaking of well written, mm-hmm. one of the best scribes, one of my semi. Heroes. Oh, ooh. Uh, Mr. Aaron Sorkin, and we have the newsroom. Hooray! Yay! Was, and great. <laughs> so great. Just first response. Great. Uh, it's my donut. I've seen every episode of all three seasons of the newsroom. I watched it. I would, you know, one of those shows I would download because I don't have HBO and watched like night of, wait for, you know, and that's rare for me. Uh, to, to usually I only do that if it's like super spoilery, but. I loved it so much, and I I love Aaron so much. I'm a huge West Wing fan, as these two know. I've been trying to convince them for years someday. to uh, invest. I will someday, someday do someday. it. Yeah. Because it's one of my all-time favorite series, and Aaron uh, has also written numerous films that I that I love. Steve Jobs, amazing. I could, I've seen that movie like ten times Haven't now. Haven't seen it yet. Me either. Oh. But Social Network. Course. Few Good Men, one of my favorite movies of all time. I oh, didn't I've know he that. wrote a Few Good Men. He Actually, wrote I the know stage that. play there, and then also wrote the film. Ah, good for you, good for you, Aaron. Great yeah. play. And they have what they refer to as the Sorkin players, who are actors and actresses that often kind of rotate. And 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 oh, Sports Night, the brilliant. He, I mean, he did a great comedy too. It's just, oh, he can do he can do him. it all. But he, it's also very him. It's all it's it's oh, not. Yeah. He can't do it all, but what he does is great. He's got the, like and it's the a great Sorkin addition voice. to what everyone else should also do, which is their thing. Yeah. That script for me was by far the strongest of this. The writing. Yeah. It, and the, the acting is a close second. We got... I thought the acting was pretty pretty spectacular. I mean, yeah. Jeff Daniels, I'll watch do anything. Yeah, I yes. love him. He was... And amazing was really great. that he has the ability to do this, and he has the ability to do Dumb and Dumber, <laughs> and everything in between. And it's Ugh. 100% believable. Like, he's an extremely <clears throat> talented man. Yes, he is. Yeah. And I like the whole cast, actually. I don't, I don't have any complaints about that. I don't love some of the characters. True, but you're uh, not supposed to. Mostly the to. female ones, and I... I'll go on record as saying Aaron's not a great writer of women, in my opinion. I think occasionally he gets it right, but I think it might be by accident. Okay. Like, I love Sloane. Sloane is one of my, like, mm-hmm. um, we didn't like get to spirit animals. She's not in the pilot, exactly, but she does become a, a much bigger player over season two and season three. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, and I love her. But then you have like Mackenzie and uh, Maggie, Maggie, who are just sort of like weak. They're clumsy. Like, do women have to bump into things to be adorable? I just, it's. Mm. That's I funny. I, I have issues with uh, their kind of the counterparts. Uh, Dawn. I also <laughs> the dudes aren't Dawn. great either. Like, dudes aren't pretty. great either. I was hopeful, extremely hopeful, that Don was not in the show and he was only in the pilot. Me too. As you Me know, he, he ends up leaving. I'm like, oh good. I I don't like the actor. I don't think the guy so as a whole funny. is. Congratulations to Thomas Sadowski <laughs> who uh, got um, married this weekend to one of our favorite. Yes, Veronica Mars stars say. Lily Kane. Really? Yeah, they okay. got hitched and are expecting. Oh. And well. He actually, I, I understand your hatred of Don. I mean, you're supposed it's probably to the hate him. Yes. Yeah, he's got that he's third a, button undone the whole time. He's d- just so douche nozzle, and the way he acts towards Jim, especially who is such a Jim, like just like Jim from The Office. That's, yeah, and he's got the same kind of name, Jim Harper to yes. Jim Helper. By Many the way, times I thought of the comparison. He yeah. is introduced with a huge trip fall. I know. That, he slips over someone's bag. And just, that it, one yeah. was kind of cute. But Don's lines were some of the few that I laughed out loud when he said them. Like when, yeah. what was it, what he said about, oh my God, I, I'm sure I'll remember it when we get to it. But he said something that just made me laugh. And I hate him too. But I was like, oh my God, you're hilarious. And the candles and the, mm, come on. Like Sloan full out was like, I I will basically have sex with you. And he did not do it. Fact. Like True. that's you know, and that whole speech with her in the finale about you do things that you think a good guy would do because you're worried you're not a good guy, but you are, which is kind of a stupid circle. Um, I get that. Like I get he's he's trying to I don't know what he's trying to do. Trying to live up to his potential, yeah. it feels like. trying. He feels like he's trying to figure out who he actually is. It's really funny because these two are my least favorite episodes of this first season. Oh, wow. And, uh, like, my memory of both of them. Like, one, obviously, is Jeff Daniels' infamous speech at, at Northwestern, which a great we'll opening get into scene. as soon as I read the synopsis. And then in the finale, it's the Sex in the City bus meltdown, which is so... Insane. It is like, insane. That was <laughs> not realistic. And at then all. he, that fight, yes, the whole thing. I enjoyed the Sex in the City meltdown. I know it's, it wasn't realistic, but it, it was suddenly we're in the Sex in the City world in this, and I'm like, what's yeah, happening? All right, I'm along for the ride. Bananas. Anyway, that's why these two are not my favorite. The the, the rest I of the, like the pilots are much more grounded in the investigation and in the story. And what was cool about it at the time is that they're reporting stories that really are just like maybe five, six months old. Yeah. So it's really fresh in your memory when these things were happening. Mm -hmm. And now you're sort of seeing the behind the scenes of how it would be investigated and reported and what they really need to find out. Whereas these two were so, first one was very like pipe lay and Mm explainy of who everyone was and what everyone's relationship was. And the finale was very like, oh, we got to buck Will up and... It's all about their human relationships and not about the investigators. personal drama, which isn't what this show does best, in my opinion. I completely agree. As soon as they start focusing on the relationships instead of the story, I'm like, ah, this could be any show. It gets really weird and awkward It was very weird. All right, so should we... Anything else before I read the synopsis of the pilot? Which has a title! Um, Real writer in the house. We just decided to. Yes. uh, Broadcast in June of 2012. Newsnight anchor Will McAvoy returns to work after a public meltdown to find most of his staff has jumped ship, but new hires help steer the show (laughs) when news of a catastrophe breaks in the spring of 2010. That's all it says. I like how he says, uh, how he, uh, how it says that, uh, 
he walks into his staff missing, but he doesn't. He walks past it and then comes back like a minute later. Yeah, and Don's the one that points out yeah. that he didn't even notice oh, that was no at their desk. But he did. It just took him a second to process it. Yeah. Because he came right back out and was like, where is everybody? Yeah. But yeah, we opened with him at Northwestern on a panel with someone on the right, someone on the left. They're yelling at each other. He seems disinterested. He is definitely. He does not want to be there. And the we, moderator... Like the, even the sound effect is like he's zoning out. Yeah. The moderator is pushing him to say anything of substance. Basically, he's just cracking jokes about football and blah, 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 blah. And then we get the... He won't, he won't commit to a political allegiance. Yes. He won't say if he's a Republican or an independent or a Democrat. He does he's, say he's voted for both major parties. Yeah. Very true. And uh, then we get the question heard around the world, a scene that even if you haven't seen the show, you probably saw going around Facebook at this time because it yeah. was so like, whoa. <laughs> Can you say why America is the greatest country in the world? Diversity and opportunity. Lewis? Uh, freedom and freedom. So let's keep it that way. Well, why is it not the greatest, the greatest country in the world, Professor? That's my answer. You're saying yes. Let's talk about. Fine. The Sharon, the NEA is a loser. Yeah, it accounts for a penny out of her paycheck, but he gets to hit you with it anytime he wants. It doesn't cost money, it costs votes, it costs airtime and column inches. You know why people don't like liberals? Because they lose. If liberals are so fucking smart, how come they lose so goddamn always? Hey. And with a straight face, you're going to tell students that America is so star spangled awesome that we're the only ones in the world who have freedom? Canada has freedom, Japan has freedom. The UK, France, Italy, Germany, Spain, Australia, Belgium has freedom. So 207 sovereign states in the world, like 180 of them have freedom. All right. And yeah, you, uh, sorority girl, just in case you accidentally wander into a voting booth one day, there's some things you should know. And one of them is there is absolutely no evidence to support the statement that we're the greatest country in the world. We're seventh in literacy, 27th in math, 22nd in science, 49th in life expectancy, 178th in infant mortality, third in median household income, number four in labor force and number four in exports. We lead the world in only three categories. Number of incarcerated citizens per capita, number of adults who believe angels are real, and defense spending, where we spend more than the next 26 countries combined, 25 of whom are allies. Now, none of this is the fault of a 20-year-old college student, but you nonetheless are, without a doubt, a member of the worst period, generation period ever, period. So when you ask what makes us the greatest country in the world, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yosemite? Sure used to be. We stood up for what was right. We fought for moral reasons. We passed laws, struck down laws for moral reasons. We waged wars on poverty, not poor people. We sacrificed. We cared about our neighbors. We put our money where our mouths were, and we never beat our chest. We built great big things, made ungodly technological advances, explored the universe, cured diseases, and we cultivated the world's greatest artists and the world's greatest economy. We reached for the stars, acted like men. We aspired to intelligence. We didn't belittle it. It didn't make us feel inferior. We didn't identify ourselves by who we voted for in the last election, and we didn't, we didn't scare so easy. <laughs> <clears throat> I 
We were able to be all these things and do all these things because we were informed by great men, men who were revered. First step in solving any problem is recognizing there is one. America is not the greatest country in the world anymore. And the girl who asks it, Jenny the sophomore, did you recognize her, Saskia? Of course, it's Freya. <laughs> I didn't until the finale when she was in the interview. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, that's Freya! It's Freya from, from the, the original Diaries. Diaries. And, yes. Oh, and the originals. No, you're right, she's not on the Vampire She isn't, Diaries. yeah. Anyways, do you guys want to say anything about that speech? Obviously, I'll drop it here. I the, well the, for the, everyone to hear. It's quite goes long. on for a while, yeah, but it's worth it. It makes some points, some scary ones, considering what's happening. I now, thought eighty percent of it was great. I didn't care for the turn at the end. When Worst he was like how great period generation period ever period. Oh no, you you mean when he was saying how great America used to be? Yeah, yeah. That's, and then the uh, music. The music was my my biggest problem with both of these episodes. The way it tried to influence your feelings in multiple multiple points I was like this is ruining everything it was just so cheesy the music was so cheesy yeah he starts off making really great you mean the score yes okay. the, score. the score is a huge part of the West Wing as well it's uh, it's definitely there yeah, it's, it's very beautiful. filmic yeah um, this one I didn't notice it as much but I think maybe it's because I already knew how to like I already felt about yes. what was going to happen so I wasn't really paying that much attention to it but yeah, that's a fair point. It's definitely a character in, in an Aaron Sorkin event, is the score. Yeah. Right, where someone's just given free reign to, to give this huge speech. And I feel like it could and work, it, but it's so, like... There are multiple huge speeches in this episode. Mackenzie gives at least two. Like, yes. There's, it's too much. Nobody's speech is like that. No, but... And if someone does, does enjoy everyone it. doesn't. Well, because, it, because of... Yeah, it's... Fun writing. Yeah. His writing's very concise. You never feel like time's be. I rarely feel like time's being wasted when Aaron Sorkin gives one of those long speeches. He's just got so much to say. Yeah. So many facts backing everything up, which is I nice. I did. I wrote slow clap after he was like, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, Yosemite. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Yes. Exactly. But one of my favorite scenes in this pilot is immediately the aftermath when the two panelists are like, you can't talk to me like that. And he's just like, shut up. What did I just say out there? Like, he has no idea. Like, he just went into like a blank state where his mouth opened and like crap came out. And he just hasn't, he has no idea. And that's, we find out because of some vertigo medicine he's been taking. Well, no, he claims that. He claims that. But the real reason is what? Is that uh, he sees... A woman in the crowd holding up a sign, telling him that America's not great, but they could be. Yeah, but it's not any woman. It's Mackenzie. Yeah. Yeah. Mackenzie, uh, b -b Mackenzie McHale. Yeah. yeah. Played by who? Emily Mortimer. From? <laughs> from which show that we love, or I love, should I point out? Uh, you tell us. <laughs> which Friends. Show? Ross's wife, Emily. Ah, right. okay. <laughs> he tries to, well, he does marry her. He does, and doesn't he abandon her? Well, he well, says he Rachel's Rachel. name up while they're giving their vows by accident, and it doesn't go well after that. Now, Ross, repeat after me. I, Ross. I, Ross. Take thee, Emily. Take thee, Rachel. <laughs> Emily. <laughs> Emily. Uh, shall I go on? He, he said Rachel, right? Do you think I should go up there? <laughs> yes, yes. Do go on. I think we'd better start again. Yes. Ross, 
Repeat after me. I, Ross. I, Ross. Take the Emily. <laughs> take the Emily. <laughs> I don't think there'd be anybody else. <laughs> he wants, she wants him to move to England, but he won't do it. He's about he to, to do it in the final episode. No. What? He's going to leave town, isn't no, he? No, that's final... Rachel that's going to England in the finale. I see, okay. Yeah, it's the this is more like, yeah, I'm in the middle. He hasn't seen any of it. Yeah, it doesn't matter. We're I've good now. I've seen Scattered <laughs> Love Friends. Okay. And we love this one. Okay. Uh, so, three weeks later, do, do anything say about the opening titles? I, I wrote all the feels. It actually made me like, oh yeah, I love this show. Seeing all the old anchors and the... Oh yeah, that was nice. Edward R. Murrow and Cronkite and everybody. Yeah. yeah I, like, I like the sequence. Smoking white men, but Again, still. This, this theme song is one of the worst ones. No, not for you. I, I thought it. it... I was reminded of like a 90s like sports movie. It was like, we can do it! Let's go! Yeah, Woo! yeah, it was great. Well, yeah, very okay. inspiring. That's true, very but nice. it was just the music, not the footage. Right, well, that's what the show's supposed to do, right? Like it's supposed to be about the value of the Fifth Estate. And... Well, yeah, she says that right in the in her speech about you know bringing respect <laughs> back to it. journalism, and they're talking about it in the first and final episodes. Yeah. What it means to be a journalist, taking a stand, being on a side for something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's crazy. It's a moral show. So Will comes back from his uh, time in St. Lucia with our friend Aaron Andrews. Uh, yeah. Dancing with the Stars. We've seen for multiple seasons now. They're not serious, he claims. No. but He actually admits to it, yeah. He only admits to it because his boss lies, or at least partner, I guess. Charlie Skinner. Exactly. He's my favorite Sam character. Waterston. Ah, I love Sam Waterston. He's so adorable. You he's can't, such a just, great actor. Yeah, he is. He feels like a dad. Another reason to watch 26 seasons of Law and Order. Uh, yeah. Oh, actually, Law and Order. He would be worth he's it. He's damn good on it. When he gets pissed, he gets so pissed. And we had a little Grace and Frankie reunion in the finale. Yes. They were in the same room together. That's right. It was awesome. And then we also have... Danny, Mindy's husband, baby daddies in there yes. as well. Everyone shows up for this show. Yeah. So great. The anyway, talent list is insane. Yeah. With the pilot for now. So Maggie and Don are fighting about meeting Maggie's parents in front of Neil, mm-hmm. who we all know is my new favorite pretend boyfriend, Dev Patel. <laughs> yeah. Pre sexiness. He's pretty cute, though. Yeah. Well, Even by the finale, just, he's looking hotter than he does like, in the pilot. Um, but yeah, so Don doesn't want to meet with her parents. He you know what I thought soon. was really funny? Saskia and I saw this movie Get Out yesterday, which yeah. is terrifying. It was same amount of time, the relationship, four months. Yeah. And Don is is saying it's too soon and having seen Get Out yesterday, I can confirm it's too soon. Yeah. Don't go. Don't well don't go to that to, to visit them. Don't go. Yes. <laughs> I got. I just assumed it was because her parents were passing through town. Yes. But still, still, she's like, I've told them so much about you. And then she, like, cries when her dad knows it's a lie. Like, her, that's so... I think they're, again, it's like, they're... She's a Midwestern girl. She's so, like, they're acting like girls in the middle of America are just, like, so nice. I don't know. It just, it's weird, the, her reaction. Like, four months is not a big deal if your boyfriend doesn't want to meet your parents. Like, a year? Okay. Then he's being, like, shady. Yeah. But four months is nothing. I don't know. She overreacted. They're still getting to know each other. She yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. And then Mackenzie uh, just stuck her nose in the whole situation. 
Which she seems to be her thing, I guess. Yeah, she likes to give she people reads, advice, she, push she, people she around. She reads the situation and determines mostly the truth of what it is, and then she gives her opinion. Yeah, yeah, she's not shy with her opinion, which is why she has such a great dynamic with Will. Yeah. So he goes to talk to Charlie and finds out that, well, finds out a lot of things, I guess. Yeah, finds out that uh, Dawn is jumping ship to yes. join up with a younger anch- anchorman on the rise. Elliot, who's yeah. taking the 10 o'clock slot. Who and, we don't um, see again after this sequence. Uh, no, oh I mean, God, he's in the, the rest actor? of the show. Right. He's not in the finale. So for for me, he was a non-entity. There's a terrible episode where he's um, he gets beaten really badly in some kind of riot in like Iraq or Afghanistan or something like that. Oh, wow. Yeah, he gets really badly hurt. But, uh, yeah. Don's taking all of the staff with him. What, what, what was that line? Hey, you dickless. No, not you. You're later. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that was really funny. It was. I like Don because I like when Will yells at Don. Because it would be, him yelling at Jim would be like, ugh. But him yelling at Don is like, yeah, he deserves that. It is very satisfying. He can take it. Because he, yeah. He and gets him angry. and, um, Sloan actually do end up being kind of a hot couple. But that's not, not in season one. Good. Post. I, I was hoping. <laughs> Post. We, as everybody would be hoping, I would assume. Clearly. Mm-hmm. Maggie should not be with. Well, the other thing Charlie uh, lets slip is that he's hired a new Don without Will's knowledge. And it just so happens to be Mackenzie, who is Will's ex. Just who as we don't ex. find also... out for sure. What? Was she also... Did they also work together, though? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think so. Was she so. his old EP before she left to go off, and uh, she covered... She was doing this news in Afghanistan. Donut I have a donut question about the nature of their relationship. Obviously, okay. she, he's very angry at her. We oh, don't yes. really find out why. And she's apologized many times over so the yes. years, and he hasn't even read the emails. The, or so he says. Yes, so he yeah. says, yes. And yeah. then we get a weird thing in the finale about a voicemail that no one heard, so... I have a question, so I'm not going to say anything. But yes, you guys can. Did I, that voicemail I think it's come up? Safe to say that she, they have worked together before. It, they have to. They, yeah. When she comes in to she the office, she knows him work wise yeah. as well yeah. as she knows him like emotionally. Probably way better work wise. It seems like. Yeah, than she anyone obviously else. can't handle him emotionally. No, <laughs> he's a lot to take on. O M G, yes, such a big personality, and in this, he like, has no idea that his staff doesn't like working for him the one my big like nitpicks with this episode is the scene with maggie when she's constantly repeating her name and he still can't remember it yes like he's not stupid no but he consistently has trouble with small details like that but when you're being told it three times in a row like right now you're not going to forget it right now you're not going to keep you know what i mean like i wouldn't no i don't think he would either it's i think there's a difference between being forgetful and being stupid. It's too extreme a character quirk It's just too, yeah. He's not that dumb that he Though, can't remember something he's literally being told twice in two seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Like, maybe he's forgotten it again by the end of the episode when he does that. Her name is Ellen. That I would buy. But in the scene where she's like, no, my name is Maggie. No, my name is Maggie. It's like, he gets it wrong a third time. It's like, no. I don't buy that. Sorry. Okay. Anyway. Doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> They all claim they couldn't reach him. That's why he didn't know what was happening. Right. Except for one person who could have reached him, but he decided But obviously to. chose not to, yeah, which is Charlie, the yes. most adorable person on the show. And Mackenzie doesn't even know. Jim doesn't know. Their staff doesn't know that he wasn't aware that they were about to show up. 
and he goes straight for his agents to try and figure out why he doesn't have power over who his executive producer is. He re renegotiates the contract. His contract. Yeah, he renegotiates his own contract to his gives detriment. Up a, gives up a million dollars. A year. He gives up three million total for the right to fire her any, at the end of any week over the course of the next three years. Yes. Yeah. But not any time during the week, just, just at, at the, the end, end of, of every week. Which is, I guess, the best he could do. Still a pretty good deal. Yeah. And clearly she's still around at the end. And it's it's been quite some time in this first season. 15 months. So yeah. she's still there 15 weeks later. Clearly that it, it's going to be fine. He gave up that money for nothing. But it also it puts like a ticking clock on every episode. Because yes. he can threaten to fire her every time she does something that he doesn't like. Which obviously is going to get old pretty soon. So I don't think they do it that much. But definitely the first couple episodes, her head is on the chopping block. <laughs> and he intends to replace her. Like, he says that in this episode. Like, I can't fire you because they've already sent out a press release. That's just going to make me look worse than I already do. But in a few weeks when it's fine, I'll quietly get rid of you, replace you. And that person gets to hire people. So if he doesn't want to keep your people, that's... That's just the way it is. And right. she's just, like, basically cowing down to him and being like, okay, like, yes, whatever, thank you, thank you. And it's just like... Why does she want this job so badly? Oh, my God. Well, apparently she can't get another she, job. Yeah, the, she... According she's to Charlie, Charlie, there's no job for her anywhere. She's come back from multiple wars. She's been shot at and... Stabbed. And stabbed, yeah. She has a stab wound. They do make some references to the economy at the time. But she sounds... She comes back and, uh... Well, she had a job... She, well, Don... Yeah, no, I can't remember. I just remember Charlie was saying, like, 8 out of 10 people would say she's the best, and the other two would be stupid, or whatever. He was screaming. Yeah. <laughs> I love when he screams. It's so dramatic. It was Yes, it was great. Right, so she's been doing war coverage. You'd think she could get a job anywhere. I, I feel like they passed through that by having a, a conversation about how bad the economy is right now. Maybe there's not as much work out there. This is when... Uh, you know, news outlets are shrinking. People are starting to notice that they're really shrinking. Yeah, but he seemed, yeah, he was really surprised that they had they didn't have anything for her at CNN or any of the major news networks. Maggie gets promoted right off the bat to associate producer for being loyal and sticking with the team because mm -hmm. all of Will's staff has gone with Don to the new show, except Which is for just her insane. and Neil and a couple of other people. So they immediately need someone else on. She's there. Yeah. She's... Well, it is insane and it's not because, like, look at the way he attacks that pizza party. Like, that's terrifying working for somebody that, like, freaks out and screams at you. And anyway. Like, so uncomfortable. It seems like, oh, you're abandoning me. You've been with me for 20 years. Like, no, he's been working there for 13 weeks. How is, like, how is he taking a whole staff to another place? Like, how is there so well, many openings? Well, it's the same network. Okay. They're just starting a new show. Oh, right. At because 10 they're still in the same place. Yeah. It's not, they're not going anywhere. They're mm. just changing jobs in, within the same building. It's a brand new job like, created. Yes. Anyway, all right. They're That's trying fair. him out at a different hour. So maybe at that time they showed, you know, who knows. what? It's a financial network, I think, right? It's a news. ACN is yeah. all news. It's like a CNN equivalent thing. type So thing. God knows what they had on in that hour at that time before. But who cares, right? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Totally <laughs> we wish irrelevant. she was gone completely. I like when Mackenzie asks Jim to like flirt with Maggie purely for to get Don to like stick around and help out. Yeah, and it totally works. It he totally stays the works. whole night, even though he's completely useless and he's not doing anything at all. And he was ready to leave. Oh yeah, he's he, pissed. 
And he wanted to get away from Maggie because he knows he's in trouble about not going to see her parents. And yeah, I, not rightfully so, but there you go. Yeah. Well, he's also been yelling at Jim all day long about yeah. his uselessness when he's really not useless. A think, lot of this episode is just Will and Mackenzie yelling at each other. What do you guys think about Maggie and Don's really? We've only seen a bit of it, one and two. Like I don't Maggie and Don. Yeah, but clearly the show doesn't want them. There's or want n- us for them to be together. Like yeah. nobody wants them to be together. I don't even, think. Even in that even moment themselves. in the finale, when Don gives her the key to his apartment, like that didn't feel romantic or anything, right? No, that obviously like not. After that move. whole speech and everything, we're. I would assume everybody's on board with Maggie and Jim. Oh, I don't. I don't even care that much about Maggie and Jim. I just know that Don and Maggie are a bad match. Yeah, and I feel they like definitely they, are. Yeah, I think. See. From my perspective, it's like, again, they're both good people that you do end up caring about. And he doesn't love her. But yeah, everything he is. is better with someone that's more like Sloane well, than Sloan, someone who's more like Maggie. What Sloane said is like, you, you, is it okay for like to be with somebody that you like but maybe not love? And that is the way I think it is. Like, he does like her, but they're not. Every decision in that relationship seems to come so hard to him. Yeah, like and it feels like, like she said too, progress. like it seems he thinks it's the right thing for him, the best thing for him. Right. It's like eating your vegetables. Yeah. So yeah, it's not going to last. <laughs> but she is head over heels in love with him. He's like the senior producer. He's so smart. He's like risen up the ranks so fast. Like for her, it's also like a weird kind of, I think, like infatuation more than she's like in love with who he is as a person. Yeah. Because he's kind of a jerk. Yeah, just a little bit of a jerk. Yeah. <sighs> but him and Jim do not get along. Yeah, he's much worse than the first episode, I would um, say. Don tries to keep Jim from investigating when they get a yellow news alert, because mm-hmm. yellow means it's not important. But he starts uh, getting phone calls and starts learning that it might be something a little more important than they are paying attention to. And it is. It it's is, basically the BP oil spill. Uh, what is, it is a BP oil spill. They gave it a different name in this, correct? No, no, it's the same. No, deep, just just it's deep horizon. Deep, deep water horizon. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Which is yeah. So crazy. It's a story about a real story, which is amazing. Yeah, and they all are. There's never fake news stories in here. Oh, I I I thought that the show was making thinly veiled. Uh, Everything was no one hundred percent all the facts. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Definitely. And it's not fantastic. It's horrible. It's a horrible disaster. Because the oh, 11 dead. people, they dead die. Yeah, they never found those people. Oh, yeah. And not surprising, as and, one of the uh, characters says. Yeah, it might still be leaking. Well, probably not. But, <laughs> Hopefully not. That would be... I haven't Googled yeah. that in a while. They, they I said mean, it was they even call out Tony Hayward, right? And we all remember that British BP dude that was out there making those videos about how sorry he was and <laughs> how they were going to... And meanwhile, it, oil is still spilling into the Gulf. Like, it's, it was insane. It's still insane. And this story, the way it unravels, the way that Don tries to keep uh, Will from finding out because he's busy yelling at Mackenzie and Don's, like, you know, in a bad mood. And it's just so good. I just love the way Jim... It is great. And we find out the one whole of his sources is actually his big sister. Both of the sources are personal relationships to him. And I was like, that's not going to be good for him. I yeah. That was going to hurt him. Also, at the, his line where he's like, it's, I've never been this lucky before. Like, it's yeah. just a confluence yeah. of weird events that this is the problem. And the show's really good at pointing out those little uh, coincidences. Like, saying that, yes, he got this lucky and... It's so strange to have anyone just flip that quickly, especially even at the 
like even though they're personal relationships, it's odd for both those people to flip on their companies within yeah. seconds of it happening. They did, yeah. yeah. What did he call him I, um, when he yelled at him? He's like, I don't know you, bucko, or something like that. Like, I know it down. Oh, I can't remember. It was so funny. When he was trying to, he's like, you have to tell me your sources. Anyway, I'll find it. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> uh, so most of the episode is just them first determining, they determine whether, like, what their new office is going to be, who the new staff are going to be. Get those people in there. This story immediately kicks off. And then I feel like a lot of, they kick out a lot of the staff at this point. Like well, the yeah, remaining he, staff. he, well, because they're, Don and the, the everyone that's leaving mm-hmm. them is giving two weeks notice, basically. Because so, he yes. doesn't want them in there, in the room. Mackenzie's not supposed to start for two weeks with Jim and her people. But yeah, he's like, okay, you're leaving, then leave. Well, and he, yeah. well that's right after he, they decide to run this, run this yeah. for an hour. And they decide that, they, okay, this is the first new story of this, this new crew. The story, yes, that they were intending on doing, which is, I'm sure, an insane amount of work at the last minute. Yes. So, and, like like they said, they end up with nothing on the prompter. He's just... He just goes. Flying. And, yeah, we got, like, a pretty long montage of them investigating things and, like, her calling the mineral service and all that stuff. And, and I actually love statement from BP. I'm like, I'm just going to chill and watch them run around and, like, do the news. I yeah. like it. It's great. Just yeah. digging up those little statements from people is so much work. And then once they're up there, it's so effective. Well, yeah, you have to, you have to manipulate them almost because they don't want to say shit, right? I was like, well, if you don't say anything, then it's going to look like this, and BP's going to say that, and blah, 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 like, play Halliburton against BP, and, like, it's just, like, almost like cop being a cop, right? Yeah. Like, investigative journalism, and I am, I, for years, not years, but for a long time, I wanted to be a journalist, like, I think that's why I was so obsessed with Rory, for, also, because, of, like, that was her thing, that she wanted to be a journalist, <laughs> and I just think it would be so cool to, like, bust people for doing bad shit, yeah, but it's, so like... Weird. It's just not appreciated or paid for now like it used to be. And we need to get back into that, to, like, getting into journalism and, like, facts and well-researched stories and then using that to shine a light on things that should not be happening, you know? Like, if Jim didn't know this person in this meeting... Like, well, I guess it would have come out eventually that it was their fault and that they had tested the concrete before... It would have come out eventually, and it is convenient that he knows the person. It convenient right. for and story And obviously purposes. that's not how it came out IRL, so some, I, someone told someone yes. somewhere. Someone would have had to have called someone, someone had at that some memo. news agency. Yeah, exactly. Somewhere that coincidence must have occurred. So there is some occurred. fiction to this. So, some fiction. Yes. I mean, it's coincidental, coincidental fiction, but I mean, that must be how news breaks regularly, right? Somebody in the company would have had to make a call to a news agency, whether they knew someone or not. Call them Scooter. I don't know you, Scooter. Mm-hmm. It's a really sweet, so hard. sweet kind of insult. And his obsession that he has a blog that he didn't know about, also funny. Nice. And then they find out about all the uh, the statistics about the inspections. Yeah, that's the worst part of it. It is. Thing, it's the, right? it's the yeah, ending and the, the button at the end. He calls to get him on the phone. And uh, he has never done any inspections. He was a trainee for the last, like, five months or something. Uh, four months of four training? Four months, yeah. Not very long. And this was his very first run. How many inspects, inspections had you done on offshore oil rigs? Yeah, he had done none before. Uh, yeah. It's also the annoying scene where... 20 days ago. By Mackenzie was like, eight to nine, you're mine, say you understand. And was, like, messing with his graphics and being like... 
you know, Vertigo Medicine with Will McAvoy or whatever. I took a screenshot of that. But it's then, a beautiful poster. She she balked in the finale when she was trying to find out what was in the message. She didn't like, you know, the first time she played chicken and he gave in. And yeah. The last episode yeah. they played chicken and she gave in. I was like, well, if you're willing to do it last time, why? Don't you? I guess because it's personal and not professional. Yeah, he was not willing to back down on that. He was. He's a private man, Will. I think that's the reason why she was willing to back down on it. Because you, it was personal, and that's not worth fucking up the show, but professional. Like, she will go to the mat and be like, okay, I'm going to stand in your shot unless you tell me, like, I'm in charge here. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> yeah. So good. I love no. Now that I know that these are all facts, I feel like I've learned. So, I mean, I've seen this episode before, I didn't, but uh, now I know heart. So these are hard facts. Yep. Yes. That's crazy that they could write all that in so well. Hard facts, except for the fact that they broadcast that story first, because they don't exist. Right, of course. <laughs> and names are changed. No, places. they're all, all Everything real is people. Right. That mineral, that, that, the, the site inspector was a... That was probably... Oh, that I don't, I don't know. That's what I'm wondering. Yeah, that I don't know if that's a fact that about the... I bet you the numbers are correct. Of then, how yeah, many I would say wells they are. I yeah. don't know if this dude had never inspected a well before. Maybe I would guess that's probably true, too. I could I see it happening. I would say happening. it's true. I'm just curious. It up. I well, read about yeah, you can't fact check this entire show. Too much I wasn't really I thinking about it, yeah. Yeah. But I wonder if... Like, obviously, the, the quotes from all the, you know, senators and congressmen in the finale were all real yes. crap about the Tea Party stuff. So. All the quotes from the Bible and <laughs> yeah, the Constitution exactly. are all real. Yeah, and, yeah, so, yeah, Mr. Neil. Because maybe that is his real name, because I was annoyed that they had a character named Neil and then a, a character named Mr. Neil in the same episode. Same spelling. Like, it's like, why would you do that? So maybe he's a real dude. Hmm. Or maybe not. Or maybe not. Um, Charlie okay. and Will celebrate with some whiskey, and Will worries that it's not going to go over the way they wanted to. But they're they're he's excited too. They're yeah. excited to be doing real news. Well, Charlie is. Yeah, he gives them the you know Mur- Murrow took down McCarthy, Cronkite took down the <laughs> Vietnam War speech, which was great. And I guess loved what you said at Northwestern. That's why I brought her here. So that's kind of nice to have it a boss cute. who wants. It was super cute. He's got he's such high ideals. He's the he's the best. Love him. What is it? and I guess Will wants. What would you guys say Will wants after the finale? Because we spend a lot of the finale just he wants soul searching with him. Is he? He's I'm not, not sure. And recognition. Yeah, I'm not sure he's a hundred percent convinced by the end of the finale of what Mackenzie is convinced of. I think by the end of. The sorry, the end of the pilot. By the end of the finale, he's on board. Yeah, yeah. And okay. I think he may have gotten on board and then gotten back off board after this whole magazine thing, which is what yeah. we'll get into. But I think he's definitely on board by the end of the finale of this new newsroom 2.0 mission. In the pilot, I think he wants exactly what everyone keeps saying he wants is like people to like him. Yeah, <laughs> like that's his whole deal. He wants to be liked, which is because it came ironic, as a shock to him that people because didn't. no one likes him exactly. Yeah, yeah and he he's has... like keeps saying he's affable and he's got the numbers, <laughs> you know, the focus groups or whatever. And it's just like that's your what you present on TV. That's not yeah, that's the product. That's not, not who you, you when are. You get a coffee. Um, one of my favorite scenes was like Neil, the IT guy. It's like, I'm not the IT guy. I run your blog. I have a blog? It's like, seriously, people, I have a blog? Yeah, yeah that's a fun little no idea. touchstone. No. Also, very strange to think about someone writing a blog for him. I mean, yeah, I know people do. Job. It's normal. That's his but... full-time job. That's what he's there for. Can you imagine going to read a blog thinking it's written by him? 
Like, yeah. how, how, it's uh, actually written by Neil, the IT guy. Yeah, the IT guy. Oh, poor Neil. Poor Neil. At least his name's Neil, not like... Ritesh Raj, yeah. something like Thank that. Thank you. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so Don caves because of a, a smidge of gym jealousy and agrees to like at least meet the parents in the lobby and then pretend he's going back up to work, which is whatever. That's so weird. Yeah. It feeds the purpose. If you're meeting them, then meet them. Yeah. And then they mentioned that none of the other networks reported the story. They just talked about the missing people. But they did end with it. Yeah. Oh, wait. Sorry. And then that he... was not correct. He, uh, he goes into that control room. That was a funny oh. button. Yeah, it was. Like, Great work, guys. Like, we're all a team here. Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, <laughs> they're all looking at him like, what the fuck? And it's not his control room at all. <laughs> and then they go into the elevator and he almost... She, she, he tells her about... His hallucination. Her, his hallucination of seeing her in the crowd, and he runs away into mm. the elevator as she's about to show him the notepad. Which is the whole, the whole thing coming up in the finale. I forgot. I forgot. I honestly thought they that we didn't know that she was really there until the finale. But the thing, well, they did the weird thing with the edit. I don't know if we talked about that, but it was her face. Yeah. But then it was not her. Yeah. At the same well, time, and, but on multiple different people. Yeah. Yeah. And we do find out in the finale he's on this depression medication. So, but he may have not. I don't think he was at the time. But are we? Was he on anything at the time? I feel like Who we're supposed knows? to question. Well, yeah, we don't know. Yeah. That, he might have yeah. actually been on vertigo medicine. Yeah, we, like, I don't know what he's on. It's oh yeah, yeah. That's totally possible. They they the, the, the yeah. whole thing. But with the point this. is, she was there and she did do that, so it wasn't a hallucination. Which is good because they but don't want us questioning. Having like a panic attack because that's why he also went blank. Yes. Yeah, it was very weird because all the effects, the and, way he was like hearing things and seeing things, and the way he just like exploded when like pushed and pushed and pushed. I think that was why he was like thinking anyway. But yeah, I, I forgot. I forgot. We, I thought we didn't find out to the finale that it w- that she was legitimately there, which I think kind of would have been better, maybe. If not, do I don't know. Then you we, wanted the reveal at the end of the pilot that I, she I, was really there. I don't want to have to deal with a plot line of whether or not he's a reliable narrator for that whole time because I just yeah, want to. It's more personal. It's more personal stuff. Like, you know, what's he imagining? Is he going to constantly be? And he does flubs on air. Yep. Like, that's mentioned in the finale, that st- some stuff has happened well on air before. Yeah. That's true. All right, should we talk about the finale? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was good. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about the finale. The Greater Fool. The Greater Fool. Which gets mentioned so many times. They keep bringing it up. Mac is shaken by a potentially devastating revelation from gossip columnist Nina Howard. Meanwhile... Sloan mulls a new job opportunity. Neil's internet alias could prevent a catastrophe, and Will, Mac, and Charlie confront Leona and Reese during a volatile lunch meeting. That is a really weird explanation. It definitely was. Mac is not shaken because she knew, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she knew. She knew. So she's not shaken. It's. I mean, it is potentially devastating because he could get fired. That's like so no information about what happens here. What happens here, Hold guys? On. But that first one was kind of similar. Wait, Can she, I tell you she that might it's not Monday, August eighth, in this episode. Oh, That's is that a, is that important? Uh, no. Well, they always situate you in time because of the stories are so close. Okay, so, so the we, first we one was April twentieth, August eighth. Yeah, and then we hear um, 
that the stock market's crashing, there's riots in, in Europe, and that's when he starts talking about Dorothy Cooper is our top story tonight and, and explaining who she is. This is one that's going to be hard because it's they're all like back and forth, back and forth. Every episode's like that. It's never going in, in a one timeline. Okay. okay. <laughs> Almost never. They start present day and then they go back to eight days earlier yes and then, and then seven yeah, or six they start with six no it was eight was it eight, eight days ago when she comes to his apartment looking for him with terry cruz that was eight yeah terry cruz is there for yeah. the whole episode he's a pretty angry guy his that name was... is lonnie i don't think it ever gets said in this episode <laughs> I didn't... but just fyi We're, we can refer to him as terry cruz but his name is lonnie he was a breath of fresh air little he's... ray of sunshine as oh. always Terry Crews is fantastic. Uh, they show us the magazine, New York Magazine, The Greater Fool, The Arrogance and Failure of Will McAvoy. So basically... This piece was supposed to be his great, like, hail, hail, Will piece. His, his little kid from Camelot. Exactly, yes. We did. We do get that story. We forgot. We didn't mention the all the Don Quixote references in the There's pilot. so many. Yeah, and, um, and I've written of it Lamont down show. at least yeah. six times in here in my notes. Yeah. A lot of musicals coming up. Just throw it in there just because. We've and then it continues it. to and come back in this episode. Camelot, 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 and a little more Don A little Quixote. more, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and both appropriate. He's both of those characters because, well, he's definitely Don Quixote. Because he's always tilting at windmills. Mm. But he's also... I don't know. When I think of Camelot, I think first thing Kennedy. Well, not first thing. Well, the Kennedys are also referenced in the pilot in terms... When she says uh, you need to get him a stylist and, and, you know, we need to make, like, New York elitist sexy again. And the guy's like, has that ever been sexy? (laughs) Just ask the Kennedy brothers. I was like, that is such an Aaron Sorkin joke. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Big fan of... uh, I don't even know. Just, like, a woman... Like, it's just the way it's said. Like, boom, boom, boom. It's just so, like... Shut up. <laughs> Just shut up. Even the way the guy is like, you know, was that ever sexy? Like, he, you work for him. He's not going to talk back to you. He's going to be like, okay, sure. I'll do what you're saying. Anyway. Oh, I was just thinking that it ties in with all the nostalgia in the show. They see some blood. Yeah. They follow the blood. And it's Will in the bathroom. I literally didn't. Okay. I thought she kept calling Billy. Was she calling Billy? Anyway, I thought I it was think Billy. she does call him that sometimes. She and calls then, him that at least once in the hospital. It's like, like an affectionate Yeah, name. I think. And yeah. then I, I saw the person on the ground and it looked like a young, like, 30-year-old blonde dude. And mm-hmm. I didn't realize that it was Will until the hospital. I was like, no, I was like, who's Billy? I'm like, like, and I looked back at my notes earlier. I'm like, no, there's no Billy here. And he looked super different. Yeah. What a plum episode for Jeff Daniels, by the way. In this episode, he's half of it he's in a hospital bed, and the other half he's just at the news desk. At the desk, yeah, totally. Two days. Two days on set. That's true. Very true. Uh, Yeah, so he he gets sent to the hospital, and we find out all this crap, like he's on antidepressants, he's uh, got a ruptured ulcer, probably drinking too much, maybe other things. And drinking with antidepressants, which which is crazy. Not good for you at all. And the doctor suspects that it was an overdose. Uh, and then he says it was an overdose. Of the same conversation. Yes. Like, why? I don't, I don't understand what that's going to do. An overdose of antidepressants? Yeah, like taking more isn't going to make you feel better. I thought he was but, just... Like, think he's trying to kill himself with antidepressants? Like, I don't think you can. No, yeah, that's the, that's the thing. Like, was can't this you? a suicide attempt? Like, what's going on? I, I think maybe he was just like, maybe if I take more, I'll feel less sad. Maybe. and Maybe it's just maybe. like faulty thinking, you know what I mean? That's like, That's like the name thing again, though. 
Because he's too smart. Yeah, you're right. To get away you with that. Know I, I feel that. it might have been like he's taking them to stop being depressed. And but was he, he also doing drugs? Them, you know what I mean? Like coke? Yeah, see, I don't know. I don't he know. He doesn't seem like a cokehead. Does that come up? I feel like no. it was definitely... Was it not confirmed? Well, they talk about him being high on the air. Yes. But they yes. never say but the, yeah, it what he was high on, do they? No, no I he, didn't think it was cocaine for He that. says that he couldn't feel his face. Yes. I assumed it was weed, like a pot brownie or something. Yeah. That seems like the most likely thing for when him. He, when it he was, calls her, I thought it was, was mushrooms, it? but yeah, it was weed. Oh, that's so weird. Just a lot, a lot of weed. I thought it was something, <laughs> a lot of weed. Because she does say in the finale, I'll just give you 10 more cookies and then you'll tell me. And that's why I was like, okay, it had to be something in the edibles. Yeah. And then I looked it up and it was weed. Anywho... Uh, so our, another dear friend of ours from Dancing with the Stars plays a pivotal part in this episode, Mr. Rick Perry. Oh my God, yes. Who is a big fan of voter ID laws and disenfranchising our new friend Dorothy from voting, even though she's voted in every election. For the last like 72 years? She's a 92 year old lady or 90 some? She doesn't have any, um, picture ID. So she can't vote anymore, thanks to Rick Perry. He sucks at dancing and being um, a congressman or a senator? I don't know. Senator. Doesn't matter, he's bad at either. Senator. The quotes they throw up from the Tea Party people in this are just. Oh, I was. You know, the one. No, he's a governor. No, no, no. What's the word? Yes, you're right. He's the governor. Governor. Of. um, God damn, what state is it? Is it Texas? Yes. Rick Perry, governor of Texas. That sounds right. Is it? Let me just look I wanted to say Arkansas, but that doesn't okay. seem right. My pals in Texas Anywho, say he's doing a terrible job and driving the state into the ground. Sucks. Anyway, uh, yeah, so Jim, they're in the rundown meeting, and he's talking about how he needs uh, some Sex in the City lessons to uh, impress his girlfriend, who loves uh, Sex in the City and takes an interest in the things that he likes. Beginning of the end right here. Mm, this was the and worst. Neil... Tells him that there's a three-hour bus tour he can go on, which I will which is one day go with... on if I ever get to go to New York City, because I think that would be so fun. I would do it in the day, though, not in the middle of the night. That was weird. That Yeah, well... <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess. Maybe they, like, visit bars and get Cosmos and stuff. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. You gotta get out there in the nightlife, because they do so many... I don't so many think I would care for that. No, me either. It's okay. Too, too cold. But, yeah, so uh, he says that's probably not cool. I feel like Maggie was acting super weird. Did you feel like that as well? Yeah, she was. Okay. Well, it was right after the scene, too, when they told her to go home because she's never looked worse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was mean. Oh, it was so funny because, like, what are you doing? It's like, I don't know. I was trying to be helpful. Yeah. Or something. They seem to be working on this, like, uh, NASA thing, right? We don't really get a total explanation about what's going on no, there. But no. they've been working all weekend. Yeah. That must have been... Was that a holdover from the last episode? Yeah, definitely. Okay. It's been going on for a while. Yeah. Um, Mac beats the crap out of Will in the hospital. But that begs Piccolo. the question. Like, how many episodes go right into each other when we've literally... It's been 15 months and there's only 10 episodes. Eight in between. So there has to be at least, like, a month for, per episode. Yeah, it's Unless probably- they been a while since we've got a flat out timeline. Yeah. Of how feel- much time has gone by since the pilot. Yeah. I feel like they just jump... Between key events. Probably, yeah. Like, they set out major news events and, like, all right, this is what we're covering. Here's how this Well, they out. also jump in the pilot. It's like, it's, we start out and then it's three weeks later. That's, oh, yeah. That's right. There's a lot of time jumps there in are, the yeah. episodes as well. Uh, yeah, so Mackenzie beats the heck out of Will at the hospital. She's really mad. 
uh, and that's this is where we like they must have been a couple. Well, yes, they must have been. That's confirmed. It isn't worth the weeks you've spent. It's almost it's two weeks you've been sliding. Greater fool. I read it. One CNN producer remarked, "It's as though McAvoy is unaware of how ridiculous he looks doing what he thinks passes as a Murrow impersonation." Well, I know what it's a senior said. VP at parent company AWM laughed as he said, "Will wants to change the world and hates that the world has changed." You know it by heart. Not so much Will McAvoy is old. Okay, this is really weird. Antiquated. His premise is irrelevant. Compass. And why do you care this much? The greater fool. Why do you care this because much? Because they're right. Easy. I know they're not. They're right. He's Being right. a cynic is easy. What's Reality is... isn't, trust me. This piece was right about everything. Stop. Enough. It's been two weeks. Get up off the damn mat. You want a Don Quixote? Oh. This is it. Uh, by the way, this is what brought him down. Nobody's brought you down. Right, of the mirrors. He holds up a mirror and shows him. Stop it. Shows him. I mean, he doesn't fight him with a sword. He shows him with a mirror. What a total fool he looks like. Brian was the knight of the mirrors, and that's the chapter we're up to now. Nobody's brought you down. You'll get back in your chair, the red light will go on, and you'll go to that place you go every time I don't you think I'm there. coming back. That, that they were together before? That they were dating yeah. before. Oh, we were just confused about whether or not they actually worked together. We yeah. were debating oh. this earlier. Yeah. But they're definitely a romantic couple. They sure. were, because okay. they talk about her father, his father. That's right. And, yeah, the whole thing they do. It's that confirmed. scene was really sweet. It was really good. Yeah, the, when, it was really we great. We didn't even talk about that. That's that was an the, important scene. It was right at the, in front of the elevator. It makes her realize, I think, even more... How much he did care? How much she fucked up. Yeah. Because Don is such a dickwad. And when he first met... Mackenzie's parents when Will first met Mackenzie's parents he was like literally the perfect boyfriend like took her dad to a baseball game had a couple beers with them took mom and out the family out to dinner and like didn't showed up to the dinner drunk which she didn't realize yeah because they had a bunch of beers yeah that was really sweet yeah that whole that whole scene was amazing yeah she does mention I don't know if you noticed in the hospital scene when she's beating him up that the article is a hatchet job from my idiot ex-boyfriend Yes. So the guy who wrote the article is uh, known to her. Mm-hmm. That's very interesting. So it could have been somewhat fueled by jealousy. Not going to say much more about that you yet can't? until okay. we get to the donut quiz. But she did say that. That's a clue for later questions. Uh, so apparently, this has been two weeks since the article has come out. He's been moping around, acting crazy. He's gone on antidepressants. Um, I think he mentioned he's been in therapy. Mm-hmm. He did. And um, he he believes what his quote unquote colleagues say about him in the article, and then Charlie points out like none of them will even say who they are, and the ones that did are like nobody. So like you shouldn't be freaking out about this. And it is nuts. it is kind of weird that this character is caring so much about this that he's gotten to this point, and I don't know if I buy it. Okay, but that's the twist, right? Because when does his behavior change? In the it has season? nothing to do with the article. It, it's as soon as he finds out that Mackenzie never got that message. Yeah. That's what he's really That's losing true. his shit over. Yeah. Is that he told her, I still love you. Don't say anything if you are if you don't feel the same way. And but then months went anything. by where she didn't say anything. Oh my god, that That's message what... was... Oh my god, it was months ago that he was that story. Yeah. Jesus. I think it was New Year's... Well, it was whenever Osama Bin Laden died. Yeah, January? we can literally look it up. 
Yeah, why would it be coming? Well, yeah, that's how it works. Uh, yeah, so... If that woman has just been sitting on that? Nina, Miss Nina Howard. Uh, I don't know if it's months. It might not be Well, months. yeah, either way. But it's yeah, only I... been two weeks since he's been acting crazy, right? So it's probably only been a couple of weeks. Yes. Right, so... Uh, anyway, so... <laughs> Oh. This is say when? Day yeah, of death May of Osama. 2nd, 2011 is the death of Osama bin Laden. Okay, oh, so then that this was is a year August. And... Okay, right? So that's yeah. a long time. But then we've gone time. back seven weeks. So, yeah, so it's been like, it's been two months, basically. Right. Okay. So that's that's why he's really going downhill. Because he, as soon as he finds out, she never heard the message. He, like, springs out of bed and goes yep. back yeah, to work. Back to work. Yeah. Everything's as it should be. She so didn't know. I, I understand that and you don't buy it. You shouldn't buy it because it's not, it's not real. It's not his real reason. And even like, Charlie I, does. Like, they give each other a look like, oh, she didn't hear that message. <laughs> like, everything has changed. She did not hear that message. I'm just it's hoping amazing that, he, that it wasn't. She has no fucking idea what's happening at all. But it wasn't a suicide attempt. I don't think it was. But I, I think he's accidental way too, I hope that uh, is it. Yeah, too much of a narcissist to try to kill himself. It just, it's just yeah. a bad mixture of everything that he's trying to like not feel anything anymore. Yeah. Totally. Anyway, this is the scene where they do talk about Don Quixote again. Yeah. And uh, he says he's not coming back to work. And she's like, I'll cut you up into pieces and bring you there in a bag and put you back together if I have to. <laughs> Which is a little bit scary. I loved it. I thought that was such a great little romantic moment. And then she gets the phone call from Nina, who drags her out and <sighs> tries to say, like, I'm on your side. I have an impeachable source. He was high on the air the night Bin Laden died. Was Will high on the air? Who the hell told you that? My first source. La, 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 la. I can't tell you who my source is, but yeah. I don't want to tell this story. But if there's another source, I have to tell this story. Yeah, and she doesn't believe for a second that she's trying to be nice. No, although, what, well, what did you think? I thought she was trying to help her. I thought so too. I know, I know what's going on, but yes, I think she is. Um, also, she's heard the message, so like that. Just go back thinking of that scene, thinking like she knows what Mackenzie doesn't know. Yeah, yeah. Will was like, "Oh my god, I'm in love with you." And what you guys don't know is that Will and her sort of had a thing in the donut. I figured as much because yeah. we have that one shot of her listening to the tape again at the end. I'm like, why is she? She's it already was even heard it. Questionable the if they, of course, if they were. I was even questioning if they were together at the point of the finale right. for half of this episode. They weren't. Well, yeah, no, but yes. they they've had run-ins over the episodes that did not go well and right. that have landed him in the tabloids for for not treating her very well yeah. for making some bad decisions. Yeah. Hey, don't date a tabloid reporter uh, yeah. if you're a serious journalist. D- well, that's especially. sort of what happened is that like he just ended up lecturing her constantly about what she does is wrong. <laughs> Ooh, and so she turned the tables on him and said, so, it doesn't matter if it's wrong, yeah. these are what tabloids do. She kind of turned on him for being a pompous jerk. Good. Yeah. But this, she is genuinely trying to do him a favor. But she, they also realize, like, she can't say he's the source because they stole that message. Like the, Exactly. So it's also not entirely altruistic. Because that would be a good story, right? Like, he was high. And she would have run it. I think so. Yeah. For sure, yeah. I don't think she was trying to squash the story. She was probably trying to get Mackenzie to... Corroborate? Like, yeah, exactly. Very possible. Yeah. The, the whole company, TMI, is pretty sleazy. Mm-hmm. We, I, I haven't seen them before this episode. They're not in the pilot. They're well, just it's here. Funny, like, it's TMI instead of TMZ. Like, it's, they didn't even try to, like... 
TMI is a way better name Aaron than TMZ. Sorkin, TMI, obviously. too much information, doesn't care for TMZ. <laughs> so, Does anyone respect TMZ? I mean, I know people well, watch it. Kardashians, probably. Oh, fair I mean, enough. They work for them, right? A little... Kind of. Uh, should we talk them? about Reese and Leona? They're two of the best characters. We don't get to see them very much, but they are... Um, it's Chris Messina and Jane Fonda. Yeah. They're trying to get rid of Will, and Mackenzie's worried that this high-on-the-air information is just the ammo that they need. And it is. Really. That's yeah. the gun that they're hoping to hold to his and head. And they've, uh, yep, that they've been trying to fire him this whole time. There's also another storyline going on here with uh, Hancock who is this nice man from the NSA who has evidence against TMI but won't give it to Charlie until Charlie agrees to out the NSA. I didn't get into... I didn't look it up, but I think it's about them spying on listening to people. Yeah, he was a whistleblower on civic surveillance. Yeah. So they got... I guess it caused a lot of trouble with his family. That was so sad when he was like, I don't get to see, you know how many Sundays it's been since I've seen my kids. Made beef stew with the kids or used to make it for the kids on Sundays. Oh, that was sad. It was really sad. And And then it got sadder. I mean, we could, I guess, go through the storyline. Let's do that. Well, we can just say that Charlie tells him he's a contaminated source and they can't use it. That's in the pilot. That he tells him that. That he tells him he's a contaminated yeah. source? Yeah. And in the finale, he reiterates it. In the finale, he jumps he's off the bridge. He's not in the pilot. Hancock's not in the pilot, though. Yeah, no. He's only He's the guy it. that he meets on the in the park. That's in the finale. That's one of the f- oh, first scenes in the finale. Oh, dude, I thought that was in the pilot. No, no, no that's Jesus. okay. Jesus, he's not in the pilot. That's He, he only has that one scene. I thought he's not really sure in the he pilot was in the pilot. Much. I remembered that scene, and I'm like, oh, man, that guy did come back, and he did... Wow. Oh, well, it's, in the, it's in the finale. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, sorry. But um, he's he's great. Great actor. I was trying to look him up just now, because he really projects a lot of warmth into that role. If I find him, I'll give him a shout-out later. Okay. Anyways. Yeah, so uh, he doesn't get the help he needs. He jumps off a bridge and kills himself, but he still sends the envelope to Charlie, which uh, sends them to the, the real culprit in the hacking scandal. TMI, with evidence of everything else they've done. Yes. At least that's what we well, are it's not led what to believe. That's what we done. are led to believe. It's what Reese has done. What Reese has done, but he's ordered... He's he's done it TMI. Well, they TMI. own TMI. Exactly. It's just like they own ACN. It's yeah. part of their broadcast oh, networks. Which is crazy to think about a tabloid owning, owning a serious news journalist. Yeah, network. well, but, they won't anymore, thanks to this, right? Uh, Hopefully. How many networks does Rupert Murdoch own? I know. But that's, so, they basically yeah. blackmailed them into agreeing to get rid of it, right? Yes, no. thank goodness. Otherwise, Reese is going to jail for a felony for hacking uh, Casey Anthony's lawyers and whoever. Howard Stern. Yes. And just yeah. uh, everyone and Mackenzie here. McHale. Like, why you hack Mackenzie and not Will? Yeah. Doesn't make sense. How did she get onto this list? There's so many things going on in this episode, and it's so much shorter than the first one. There's it is. not much going on in the first one, really. That's something I liked about this, is there's, like, it's all dialogue, it's all, like, a play. A lot like of walking And it is a lot about the news story. And West Wing is that way. But also about Sloane, who's going to take a new job, but would have slept with Don if he had asked her out. Mm-hmm. He should have. They're a much better match. single because... He never asked her out. She's giving him all this relationship advice, and like you already said, you know, basically telling him, like, you don't love her. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't. The, just the thought he of moving he in does, with her I makes think. Him, he thinks he does, but... Like, they, I don't think he's 
being malicious or anything. He's not. He, I don't think by the by the end of the finale, he I think he's trying. a nice guy. He's trying his best. So funny but when he was he's like so misguided. I have three days to change your mind. I was so like, oh, they're already together. And then the very next line was like, oh, I'm gonna ask Maggie to move in with me. I'm like, oh, they're not together. <laughs> Yeah. What's going on? Clearly, like, the last few episodes must have been doing a lot of relationship bumping around. Like, the stuff with Jim and uh, Maggie and yeah. Don and... Well, uh, they talk about the infamous Sloan. situation where he showed up to tell Maggie that he was in love with her. Didn't get the name out and... Before, before Lisa roommate kissed him. assumed he was talking to her and two months went by and they're still together. It's like, what the fuck? That's kind of crazy. There's a certain type of person that things like that happen to. And then I think they're few and far between where it's like you're just so, so averse to rocking any boat that you just end up in these situations all the time that you never wanted to get into. I would totally do that. <laughs> I would hate to be in that situation and have to tell someone no. I would, I would rather date them and let the relationship it is fail really awkward. than have to. Someone was making a point to me, which I hadn't even thought about with the Oscars, was like, imagine if they had erroneously announced Moonlight and then Moonlight had to give up the Oscar. Oh, that would have been a night, like, oh. To La La Land? Yeah. <laughs> it would have been like these little kids. Anyway, we would, would still have, be reading about it that would have story. Been so yeah, that much would have been worse. Much worse. I just I hadn't even thought about that till someone else mentioned it, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Whew, thank you. <laughs> That's yeah. It would have been rough. Anywho, back to the newsroom. So yeah, Sloan's thinking about the new job. Actually, she basically says she's going to take it, but then once Will does come back, even though he claims he's not going to, she uh, she changes her mind. And uh, yeah, she turns down $4 million Yes, to go into the private sector. That's freaking nuts. Also, I laughed so hard when she was like, okay, well, we do have to work together, but you're not going to talk to me, and you're not going to look at me starting now. And he's like, it's kind of unrealistic. She's like, starting now. Do I look like... <laughs> I just turned down $4 million. Do I look like somebody who cares about being realistic or yeah. something like that? Oh, it was... She's so... I love her. Yeah, she's a great character. And, and I love actress. her. And she's taken a stand... Yeah. Everyone's taking it's, a stand well, he's in this right. episode. It's insane to behave like that, but she just makes her own rules, and it's so great. I love Sloane Sabbath. Like she's just, she's so smart. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that she's so mad in this episode that she hasn't moved the needle of understanding for whatever it is she was talking about, which is way over my head to mm-hmm. do with like you know bad debt and all this stuff and she's just like she's so mad about it and when he's like well maybe you kept it from sliding lower or whatever it's like they're just the perfect couple for each other they're the perfect like ping pong and it's just like their conversations are so much more comfortable than Don and Maggie's like the show they're on the same level the actors do a great job with this of of, of building that the right chemistry with each other which is so impressive yes okay super annoyed when Mac pulled out Will's IV tube again like her like clumsiness Like, I don't find it charming. I agree. I agree. I find it really annoying, and I feel like a smart woman would not behave like that. It's kind of a weak... so awkward and scared around this man. Well, especially if it's someone you love. Yeah. You should be really careful about not pulling out the things, keeping them healthy and alive, and so on and so forth. Yeah. And then Jim shows up and tells them that there's water on Mars, and that uh, Don is moving in with Maggie... And yeah. just drop buries the lead. Even on that though he one. hasn't asked her yet, Mackenzie freaks out. She freaks out. Get, I said, gather your rosebuds. Did you? Did you? 
Yeah. I did, kind of, with the wrong person. Yeah. And then it comes out that he's been dating someone by accident for two months. Then she beats him up with the pillow. That one's much more deserved. Will, I mean, they're both Will deserved. Will doesn't but... care. He's like so like sitting there like doesn't care. Yeah. Doesn't care at all. Hilarious. But yeah, she insists he do something before uh, she gets asked to move in. Like you have to make another move. But she's like, no, he, that's a shitty thing to do to my girlfriend. It's a shitty thing to do with Don, who's my coworker. And it's just a shitty thing to do altogether. And I'm not doing it. And who he likes. And he doesn't. He, he likes doesn't, Don. exactly. Yeah. But he yeah, goes yeah, on a do. tour to impress his Lisa. Yes. And meantime... Uh, Three-hour Sex in the City tour. She tells him that he's going to turn into Will, like a shell of his former self. And that's that was kind of mean, I thought. You could do worse than to be Will as a shell. Yeah, He's a true. pretty stand-up guy. He's really rich, too. Oh, yeah, good point. Yeah. Uh, I could be a shell for a few million. <laughs> I don't mind. I could be a shell. Um, right, and that's when we got into the whole Camelot conversation. How do you want the story to end? The kid that is going to tell my story and blah, blah, blah. This article was supposed to tell my story and all that. So he's thinking a lot about legacy mm-hmm. in this, which is kind of egocentric, but uh, I don't find it un- uncharming in him. He wants to know how he'll be remembered or spoken of, I guess. But he's not an old man, either. He's like a, a middle-aged newscaster. Yeah, he's not that old. He has more of his career ahead of him, I feel like. Would you yeah, say? Yeah, we never establish his age, but I'd say he's probably like... Mid-50s? Early 50s. Early like 50s? The, not, yeah, definitely not mid that's like okay. That's like Edward R. Murrow at the at the height of his powers. I like 40s, when he 50s. said he was pre disgraced. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> a good for. Like, like I can't end my career in disgrace. I'm pre disgraced. It was really funny. What is the em- emphasis for Will getting up out of the? How do how do we get to him discovering that the phone call? Are, are they because they're, they're still in the hospital room right well, now? Well, that's the conversation. She goes to tell him like he, she has a source. They're trying to figure out who the source could be, right? Like, and, and then he asks her. If she played yeah, the message for anybody else. Did anyone else hear right. that message? Because he right. had missed the message. Like, and then she, that's when she's like, I, "I never got your message, so I couldn't have played it for someone else." And they do the math. Like, okay, math. somebody. Because they had already he already had the envelope from Solomon, right? Which was. Nothing. No, I guess. It was nothing. The envelope was nothing. It was just the recipe. Right. He never had any evidence. But they figured it out in the hospital, and then they pretended that the information was in the envelope that was sent to them by... It was the beef stew recipe. It was the beef stew recipe in there. That was all it was. didn't even put it together. But they threw it on the table, and they were like, yeah, it's all in there. He killed himself, but not before he sent us all this stuff. And then they admit to it Mm -hmm. without looking at it. On tape, because they're recording the conversation. So that's all they needed. And then they look at it after they leave the room. It's like, it's a beef stew recipe. Were you high on the air the night we killed Bin Laden? I was. You're admitting it. Could not feel my face. Well, you were very good. Thank you. You're welcome, and you're fired. Can't fire him. Yet I just did. Okay, but if you do, your son's going to jail for a little while. (laughs) What the hell are you talking about? You hacked my phone. No, I didn't. This will go a lot faster if you just say, yes, I did. I didn't. We have a show in an hour. And you're fired, too. Why is she saying you hacked her? Desperation. You hacked her phone. And you deleted the message from Will where he said he was high. You got some proof? That's how Nina Howard knew that Will was high. You got proof. Solomon Hancock. He's an NSA analyst who was giving me information about illegal domestic surveillance. He jumped off 
the Queensborough Bridge four days ago. But before he did, he had this envelope sent to me. It's a record of Reese ordering hacking of phones belonging to Mackenzie McHale, Howard Stern, Casey Anthony's lawyers, and relatives of hostages killed by Somali pirates. It's all here. Leona, didn't you ever ask how TMI got some of the information it published? I just assumed they made it up. They do, most of the time. But Nina didn't make this up. In this case, I thought that someone on the staff... It's a transcript in this envelope. Did you order hacking? Reese? I ordered that the magazine stay competitive with... Answer the question. Did you order... Yes. All right, I did. Are you out of your mind? That's a felony. This is how the tabloid world works, and that magazine turns a profit in a competitive market. And by the way, this is what you wanted. No, it's not. It is not remotely what I wanted, ever. Good enough. Of course. I don't give a shit. Hand it to the FBI. I'll go to jail before I'm blackmailed. You're not going to jail. Not being fucking blackmailed. You get your lawyers, and I'll get mine. You're one of us. You know you are. Stand for something. What I what I I have a donor question about this too, so I'm not going to say much. But go ahead, yeah. What I got from this is that Will's been receiving death threats. Yes. Online for something he's been saying. So, um, Neil and Terry Crews, uh, Lonnie? Lonnie. Mm-hmm. So, Neil and Lonnie, who's been hired on as his bodyguard, to come up with this idea that a way to deal with the death threats is to make some kind of blog post or tweet? Yes. They're trying to, um, they're trying to get the identity of the the person that's posting the death threats. Right. Because they want to take away the anonymity of the people threatening them, which is what they thrive on. Yes. And they think that'll make it stop. But they kind of botch it. He tries to take um, credit for something that this person has done. Ah. Ooh, that's what it was. And then also says he's been caught by the FBI and he's now working with them. So it makes this guy look bad. Right. So he thinks that will cause him to attack. What all it did was cause a hundred new death threats from other people. Yeah. Which is a problem because Will was about to get rid of his bodyguard and now he cannot anymore. Because mm-hmm. so he's not company. stoked with Neil or his decision making. <laughs> and uh, and right. Lonnie was not on board with this idea at any point and was trying to fight it. He seems smarter, yes. yes. <laughs> and that's why Will said go ahead and do it, basically, I think, because Lonnie was against it. No, it was... Uh, was it Will or was it, um... Oh, Charlie. Charlie. Yeah. Yes, it was... Yeah, I was. That was another another line where I laughed out loud. It was Don... When Don was like, uh, Will doesn't need to hear this right now. And Will was like, well, if Don doesn't want me to hear it, I want to hear it. Yeah. He's like, oh, blow me. <laughs> like, I don't know why it made me laugh so hard. He's like, don't use that language with women around and never suggest that image to me again. Or whatever. Uh, Some pithy one Whatever line. it was. It was Quick hilarious. rejoinder. Always great. Guys, have we missed anything? There is a girl in the newsroom. He recognizes her. It's and who is this woman? Bothering him. She's been there all day. Sitting in the corner. He's asking everybody. People are trying to tell him about death threats. He doesn't care. He cares about the woman in the newsroom. And it turns out to be the girl with the stupid question. Jennifer Johnson! Freya! Freya! <laughs> Which is a witch! She's a witch. 
So he's... She's an original, too. Will's... Anna Michelson. Oh, God. What's a Michelson? It's their last name. Okay. It's their family name. Originals Vampire Diaries still on? Well, both canceled? No, Vampire Diaries has finished and Originals just came back yesterday. Oh, great. On Sunday, I mean Friday. Well, go down. (laughs) On Sunday, I mean Friday. (laughs) (laughs) It's just one of those days, guys. Yes. It's just one of those Sundays. The uh, time jump has made us all Well, they make her ask the question again, what makes America so great? And he says, you do. Hire her. That was so cheesy. It was. She's the kid at the end of Camelot, he also says. Oh, my God. I still don't fully understand the Camelot metaphor, but I'm willing to go along with it. Uh... Well, he wants someone to spread his story. It's so like without yeah, the kid, nobody would know the greatness of Arthur. That yeah, is the they least, all died fighting. The least attractive part of Will McAvoy as a character. Oh yeah, that he's obsessed with his image and with making sure he's got this big legacy that carries on after he's gone. Or, yeah, or, or also whatever it, he's trying to do. I it don't annoyed care. the crap out of me that it, it took uh, Mackenzie all that time to even think about what the message said. Yeah. Like, I hated that scene where she was like, did the sound drop out at blah, blah, blah? Like, oh my god, the message. Like, she would have asked right away. She's, again, it's like, it was, ugh, ugh. I think that, like you were pointing out before, they sandwiched that in there so that they could reverse the power play from the first episode. Yeah. Which is nice. I mean, I guess she was waiting for a private-ish moment to ask. But being on monitor is not private. No, and they're on their headset, They're both mic'd. Yeah. Of course he's not going to say it. It's yeah. a... Uh. I did kind of like when Freya was like, I want to be a greater fool. I know what a greater fool is. And anyway, she, I liked her speech. It was good. It was. And then um, Mackenzie's like, what's in the message? What's in the message? <laughs> and then it gets deleted. Well, um, we get to hear it, though. Well, not all of it. We only get to hear the opening. Yeah. But basically, we know that they're in love. And they will be forever. Hopefully. By the end of the series, I had assumed a wedding. I had assumed that we had, would have heard the message previously when he gave it. Yes, uh, I can't confirm or deny, but I think so. That seems right. All right, you guys have anything else to say before we do the quiz? Would you like to recommend? I'm going oh. to continue watching it tonight. Definitely, I'm going to keep watching this as soon as I finish with Columbo. Wow, guys, we found a new favorite show for them. Isn't that exciting? Funny how it's always the ones I've already seen. Hmm. What are the odds of that? Don't know. Except a hundred percent, because I have excellent taste. But you know what? The West Wing is twenty bazillion times better than this. So I'll start with this. Yeah. Twenty bazillion times. It's just that this is so short. It's only twenty five episodes. Yes. I can handle that. Do you know why? Because it wasn't as good. People didn't want if it. If this show had come out now, <laughs> this show was there ahead of its time. It should have come out now. Stop in the third season where we mansplain some rape, which well, didn't go down well with anybody. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. That will be Mr. Hard. Don and his high horse again. Oh, Don is on his high horse, of all people. I know. Of course, it's the sleaziest guy. Who is ready for the donut quiz? I'm ready. ready. I'm ready. Question one. Why is Will so pissed at Mackenzie? A. She cheated on him with an ex for four months of their relationship. B. She lied to him about having an abortion when she wasn't sure he was the one. C. She left him at the altar and disappeared to the Middle East. D. She took a job working for a rival anchor. Oh, wow. I don't think they were getting married. I'm going with D. I'm going rival with, anchor. I'm going to go with A. 
I feel like nothing would would annoy Will more than a professional rivalry, especially if it's his. Yeah, but that's that's the key word is annoy, and he is like wants nothing to do with her. Well, yeah, it, he's annoyed at the rival, but he's furious yeah. at his ally. They talk a lot about loyalty in the pilot. It's true, they do. A lot, the answer a lot, is a, a. No, she cheated on him with an ex for four months of their relationship, and that ex is, is... the guy who writes the article. Oh, yikes! Wow. Question number. We had gotten a clue to that answer earlier on by Hannah. I follow my heart. On New Year's Eve, what does Neil spend the whole night trying to convince his coworkers of? A. Aliens have been to Earth. B. The moon landing was faked. C. Bigfoot is real. D. Han shot first. Oh, I'm going with D. Yeah, I gotta go with D too. He's a newsman. He wouldn't. None of the other ones are. Those are conspiracy theories. It's Bigfoot is real. Damn. No way. Okay. He thinks Bigfoot is real. Damn. I was really hoping it wasn't any of those. Sorry, guys. Uh, number three. Why is Will getting death threats and being guarded by Terry Crews? A. He came out as pro-choice. B. He defended a Muslim community center being built near Ground Zero. C. He called the Tea Party racists. D. He criticized the military. Based on the time that this is in, I think it's... Do you want to go first? Can you repeat the first two? Uh, he came out as pro-choice. He defended a Muslim community center being built near Ground Zero. Any of those would result in death threats. Any of these four options. That was a long time before, though. Ground Zero. Ground Zero is. But the building, I think, is... Um... Hmm. I'm going with B. Okay. I think that that I think that that's about the same time. Oh, C. C is he called the Tea Party racist? Oh goddamn it! Okay, I'm going with A. He came out as pro-choice. The answer is B. Yes. Yes. Tie game, guys. One one. Matches up with real world news. Question four: What does Reese Lansing insist will report, which he refuses to do, and later turns out not to be true? Does that make sense? Yes. He refuses to report on it? And yes. They, and then it, okay. Yeah. It later turns out not to be even a fact. And who was the person? Reese, Reese. Lansing. Reese. Or Danny. From Mindy. Dr. Danny. A. Obama. Obamacare is a massive failure. B. LeBron James is being traded to Chicago. C. A deadly ice storm is headed for New York City. D. Congresswoman Gabrielle Giffords has died. I'm going D. I'm going to go with C. Ice storm. She was shot in the head. It's the final answer. Saskia is up by one. Yes, and she survived. She was shot multiple times in the head. God. Uh, Okay, final question. You can tie it up and have to split the donut. Question five. Whose idea is it for Jim to start dating Maggie's roommate, Lisa? A, Maggie. B, Jim. C, Don. D, Lisa. <laughs> uh, like who suggests it first? Yeah, who makes it happen? Basically, whose idea is it? Huh. I'm going with Maggie. I'm going with Lisa. The answer is Don. Ah, Jelly he, Jelly Don. How did he weasel himself in there? Oh. Yes, donut. Donut for you, Saskia. Thank you. Congratulations, Good job, guys. I'm glad you like the newsroom. It's a great. It's a goodie. It's it a holds quiz. up. 
timeless. Yeah, it's, like it feels, well, it's I mean, more timeless than ever now. Like if there this was, show had come out now, yeah, there was a particular speech that uh, Mac gave about the importance of investigative journalism and an uninformed electorate. I wrote it down. Uh, calamitous things, whatever it was, it was so like, oh my god, that's how Trump came here. Mm. Like that's how he got elected. This yes. exact sentences. This is it. Right here. There was multiple mirrors to right now. Yeah. It was almost creepy like how um, like future predictative it was. When Will says He was so right uh, on about what the problem was. and He says that people choose facts not news. They choose the facts that they want. Yeah. Oh my god. I almost peed my pants. And that was like, you know, what height of Fox News, right? With, um, and that was so anti-Obama. But now it's like, it worked. It all, that all worked. worked. Oh, it's terrifying. Guys, sorry. Listen it's to the terrifying. newsroom next time it's on. Oh, my God. It's so good, guys. All right. Are you ready to pick our next show? I Please. am ready. All right. Did you enjoy your donut? It's some kind of brulee. I'm going to guess either... Well, they've had only caramel lately. But... It's creme. <gasps> it's the best one. It's Saskia's favorite donut. She won it. It is a... Oh. Yes. I will split it, though. Oh, that's kind of you. But he didn't tie. That's okay. He doesn't deserve it. She's talking about splitting it with you. Um, I'll be on the outs. That's okay. Okay, guys, uh, 1 and 950, if you can believe it. Only 950 more episodes to go. Oh, my God. We'll never live long enough. I'll go with... One of us will. <sighs> yeah, okay. We'll just be it heads It won't be jars. me, probably, but one of us will. I'll go with 263. I'm going with... 632. I really hope we get Futurama after you said heads in jars. Oh, me too. That would be a wonderful lineup. While Hannah's rolling through that list, I'm going to read off rolls of Jeff Daniels to Saskia here, and you Thank can tell you. me yes or no. Yes. Okay. Are uh, they not all yeses? Yeah, exactly. I just, is it like... Uh, I'm not going to say what my yes is referring to. All right. He's in Good Night and Good Luck, uh, ironically. Yes. Uh, the Edward R. Murrow movie, as Sig Mickelson. Is yes, that a yes? the greatest. Greatest. Okay. He's uh, in Looper as Abe. Yes! That's Great a big movie. yes. How about um, Dumb and Dumber... Uh, Two mm. as Harry. No, I haven't seen the second one. <laughs> have you seen it, or is that just a gut reaction? I have not seen it. Could be good, but it's also a no. On to the next one. How about Howl? About Ginsburg, he plays David Kirk. Is this Howl in as in Franco. Wolf Howl? No, as in uh, Howl, the poem by Ginsburg. Ah. Okay, let's try a different one. How about Space Chimps? Oh my God! He plays Zartog. I see. Hmm. All right. How about RV, the the popular Robin Williams movie? He Pretty plays so terrible. Formic. Okay. What was that one? Uh, RV. RV, where Robin Williams takes his family on a cross country trip in an RV. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, eyewitness. No. I am just reading them as I scroll through. Okay. Cheaters. Do you guys want to hear what we're watching next? Yes, or I'd what? like to know. Yeah, okay, you it. have two choices. Um, who said 263? Piers Ray. Yo. Okay, that is a show on Fox called Killer Instinct. Uh, it's okay. that doesn't... Uh, one season, 13 episodes. No. And Saskia, with 632, picked Saved by the Bell, dot, dot, the college years. Mm. Ooh, that's the one we gotta watch. Are yeah, you sure about be. that? I'm down. I've seen every episode. They both 
Neither of them looks great. I will great. win that donut so hard. Whose donut okay. is it? I'm down. It's I'm Pierce's down. donut. Pierce's race. Yeah. Are you down? Yeah, sure it's thing. All right, guys. We're going the bell. to watch Col- College Save by the Bell and College Years. Hopefully, we'll get each Save by the Bell in the wrong order. So, we'll watch College, then we'll watch High School, then we'll watch Miss Bliss. So, exactly. we'll watch them backwards. Great. I had no idea there were so many. Oh, yeah. And there's the new class. All right, thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> it's going to be a real fun show next week. Can't wait to talk about Screech. Yes. Oh, God. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.